Blog Talk Radio. We live! We're live! Live from Chicago and Las Vegas. You're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's page one. It's page one. With LaVar and Mary. With LaVar and Mary. And what's going on, Blog Talk Radio Nation? You are tuned into another edition of Page One. Actually, show number, I think it's what, 211? I think we are at 211. Or were we at 211 last week? I lost track. Might be 211. <laughs> we're just here every Friday night. Every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. Uh, so happy to be with you. It is uh, October 28th, the last show of the month, Halloween weekend. And when next we meet, it will be November. Uh, it will be pretty much the beginning of the last, what, four, eight shows of the year? That's insane. Mm-hmm. But here we are. And as always, I am joined by my wonderful friend, Mary. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Dressed up, ready to go. Now, what is your <laughs> costume? <laughs> this evening or overall? Because I've got a few this weekend. Oh, uh, well, what's your costume tonight? All right, you, so tonight you, I am Player One from Brass. I was going to say, what are you wearing? no i am player one from raft it's a video game where you are you wake up on a raft and you have to survive and there's a shark named uh uh, bruce the great white shark tries to eat you and you gather resources and survive and then make your raft into a a hole so i am i am dressed up as player one i do have bruce with me he is stuffed, so we don't have to worry about that, but yeah. Did, now, did you tell Bruce don't bring you down? Bruce! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad I knew what you are talking about, because that yeah, was yeah, I'm embarrassing. Glad you, I'm glad you did. <laughs> I'm so glad you did. I, I, that would have been very lonely out here if I had... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yes, that's 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 why we're good friends. <laughs> yes, yes, it's one of the reasons. Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> this could have easily gone down. This could have easily went bad, and then I would have to do this. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> what did I go well? <laughs> Well, yeah, but um, no. Uh, so that's your costume for tonight. So you're telling me that you have a few different costumes throughout the weekend. Now, are you dressing like tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday and Monday? I am dressing tonight, tomorrow, and two different outfits on Monday. Two. One for work, one for work, and one for trick or treating. You're going trick or treating. 
people are going to come to my house and ask for candy. That's what's supposed to happen. Or you can just not answer the door and have the candy for yourself. <laughs> Where's the fun of that? What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> Sharing? What's that? Um, <laughs> you can, um, or you could, you know what I was telling people? I said, you know, um, if you, because later on this hour, actually, uh, I'm glad we're talking about candy because uh, every year there is a list that comes out, and the most popular and hated Halloween treats by state is out. We will talk about that later this hour. Uh, also, um, yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about what's trending on Twitter because there's a lot of stuff that's going on today, uh, and a lot of stuff still happening as of this hour. And then... Um, Really don't got this is kind of like a potpourri night because we really don't have a lot of stuff per se that's going on that's worth talking about. Just a couple of stories. So um, I don't know when, but probably after we talk about all these stories, I kind of have we teased an after dark um, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, right after we did that, I actually found something that we can discuss for after dark, which we'll actually do tonight. Um, <laughs> after all is said and done. Because I was looking at something online, and it bought probably the most, how do I want to say it, uh, reaction. And I was surprised at how bad some of it was. Um, Not sympathetic. (laughs) But then again, (laughs) it says a lot about women. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, so yes, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about that uh, after dark tonight. That's why this program tonight is a PG 13er, uh, not the normal rated PG. Uh, so later on, when we do get to that moment, uh, if you are listening with the little ones, it is best and uh, parental guidance is suggested. It is best that they are not listening. <laughs> So that's why I'm telling you now, and I'm giving you advance notice. But that's later on tonight. Um, most interesting thing that I think I read uh, or saw uh, actually happened yesterday, late yesterday. Uh, because uh, what happened, if you have been kind of uh, not paying attention to the news, is that after a pretty much game of will he or won't he, um uh, Elon Musk now owns Twitter. We talked about this story here in the past, and it's on the order of the Delaware Court of Chancery. And pretty much there are no takebacks. Uh, his ill-advised at that time $44 billion, $54.20 per share offer significantly overvalued the company, and it was traded as low as $32.65 per share in July. Uh, that's thanks in part to his own vocal criticism of the company he now owns. And despite his best efforts to exit the deal, at one point even tweeting a poop emoji at Twitter, uh, Twitter CEO uh, Pyrog uh, Aragal, he must now have to actually manage the company. Um, it's, as somebody said, uh, William uh, Klepper, who is an expert on corporate governance and a professor at Columbia Business School, told the Huffington Post, he said, it's like the figurative the dog that caught the car. Now that he owns, now that he owns it, he pretty much he'll have to provide the executive 
uh, wherewithal to kind of keep it afloat and to keep it going. And um, there are many debates on what will happen, what he'll do, uh, who could be coming back to Twitter. Uh, As he has said in the past, he wants to make it more uh, free speech, which uh, a lot of people are alluding that he may even bring uh, former President Donald Trump back onto Twitter. Uh, of course, Elon Musk uh, calls himself, I think it, what do you say, it's a free speech um, abolitionist or however he best said it. But there are a lot of rumors as to what will happen, how it will happen, but now it is his. And he has already fired, I do believe, the CEO and a lot of other high-end officials out of Twitter, and there is rumor that a lot of people who are at work at Twitter may be losing their jobs as well. Uh, but this is interesting in point because it's like, hey, you know, there's a lot of pressure now to generate revenue. And I know at one point he said that he had an expectation by 2028 of just how much they should do. But if we figure how he does it, how he does Tesla, will it mean pretty much there could be some pay components to Twitter, which has now brought some people to starting to think twice about where they will take their social media uh, here in the future. Um, Of course, our show has a page on Twitter. For the time being, it will stay on Twitter. Um, But it's interesting enough to now he owns it, now he's got to do something with it. Does this, or is this, a boon to Twitter and may make it more popular, or do you think it will not change it much, or will it change it for the worst? Uh, That's a hard question to answer, only because it's Elon Musk, so it's going to bring some attention to Twitter for the time being. So it really just depends on how he uses that boost because there is going to be a boost. Just the fact that he took over, people are going to go, wait, what does that mean? And they're going to be in there, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So it just really depends on how he uses that boost. I think in the long run, it's going to level out. I don't think it's going to be good or bad. It's just going to be business as usual for lack of a better term. Yeah, right now, I I think um, that is pretty much, I, I kind of, I agree with you on that because I don't think it's going to really change much. Uh, he's got so much more to focus on at the moment. <laughs> so even if there is big change in regards to Twitter, um good and bad. Uh, I know a lot of people, Twitter commenters, they didn't hold back in regards to how they felt about him being on it. Um, I do think that if he kind of does it like Tesla, may not be good. (laughs) I also think that probably right now, um, you may even see probably a group of people getting together probably waiting and watching to see how this goes. And if it kind of starts to um, go south, as it may, don't be shocked if someone comes up with an alternative to Twitter 
and starts to fight for that base of people who like the Twitter of old. You know, that pretty much in my mind was what Instagram kind of did with Facebook, and then Facebook wound up buying Twitter. <laughs> Instagram, sorry. And then mm-hmm. now you have TikTok, and everybody's trying to be like TikTok, but that was TikTok is pretty much Snapchat uh, post-Snapchat. <laughs> so that's why I was mm-hmm. like, everything that comes out, there's always something else that will come along. Twitter really hasn't had an opponent, per se, to challenge them. And now that this is happening, and a lot of people who are not happy about who owns it, uh, you may see some people band together and start their own. Uh, How will it fare? I don't know. Because every site, I think, takes time. You know, nobody really knew about Snapchat at first. Nobody really knew about TikTok. All you knew about TikTok was people posted 10-second videos and danced around, and that was it. (laughs) And now it is a popular way to advertise yourself. Uh, Trust me, we're still thinking about a TikTok page. Well, I know I am. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I I don't know. That's why I was like, I'm kind of like, at this moment, I'm not going to be like, you know, the majority of people are like, oh, I'm leaving Twitter. No, I'll stick around. I'll see what happens. If it gets too crazy, that's when you leave. I mean, not like it, social media is crazy already. Uh, <laughs> but, no, um, you know, things stay the same. We all know it does. And pretty much for now, I'll stay. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, I think it'll even out. The idea of having a competitor. But, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So that was the most interesting thing that I kind of read this week. Or I mean, it happened yesterday. But, um, no, it's uh, we had talked about this story in the past and didn't know if it was going to happen. And now court is telling him, nope, you got to do it. <laughs> it's all, it, it's kind of like a comeuppance because if you were teasing it in the beginning, shame on you for trying to drive prices but now you're going to take the loss and hit because you talked bad about it. So now you've got to deal with it, and pretty much you're going to lose money in buying this. So right. That's why I don't feel bad about the rich. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, like I said, tonight we got kind of a potpourri show, not much in regards to um, a lot of stories. We do have one coming up um about what happened when some daycare workers decided to um, kind of use the spirit of the Halloween season to scare some kids. But uh, it's now bringing them legal issues in a big way. Uh, And like I said, we'll also take a look at that study about the candy. Twitter, and coming up in just a few seconds here, the Almanac, because uh, we, as we stated, are leaving the month of October going right into November. And when next we meet, um, we'll be into full swing uh, with the month. So begins a countdown, really, of the end of the year. Uh, Thanksgiving and then pretty much Christmas. (laughs) And it will all be there. Mm -hmm. So uh, the almanac for today, which is – what is today? You know this is bad. The 28th. <laughs> I think, uh, <coughs> excuse me, as I sound like a, you know, I still got this cough, and I don't know 
if this is something, because I saw online, uh, and I don't have it, but where the flu is really bad in the South. And I know that there lately has been uh, something with kids in which they've been hospitalized uh, with particular breathing issues, and it's really scary because a lot of ICU beds, the or the percentage of them, are now shrinking. I mean, there's not a lot left. Um, and as the flu pandemic gets worse, and I know there are some of you who don't want to do the flu shot, that's fine. It's your prerogative. I'm not here to preach about it. But uh, doctors are saying that definitely if you have not gotten it by now, this is the best time because it is really supposed to be bad this year. Um, And I I don't even know what to tell you except to, you know, if you're out, please cover your mouth. (laughs) I know a lot of you aren't wearing masks anymore. Trust me, I've seen you. Uh, You don't have to. But for Pete's sake, if you are sick, Stay home. <laughs> Don't come into the offices. Don't. You know, this is the reason why we can work from home, too. So don't come to the offices. If you have to go public transportation, I'd almost ask that you wear a mask and don't get everybody else sick. So, yeah. But it's that time of year again. <laughs> but, yeah, this cough, it's been, I, I don't know. So pardon me tonight if I sound, like, brutal. But, um, yeah. Um, today's national I've chocolate. I've heard a lot of people have that cough, though. Yes. So there's something going around. Yeah. I am not carrier A. <laughs> I'm telling you that now. I'm, I'm wondering who is because this is, you know, it's really much more an annoying cough at this point. And I have my, um, I feel like I can work in a commercial. I have my whole cough drop. Uh, with me right now. Reach for the mentholated halls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, we won't get paid for it. Can you imagine somebody's doing a commercial? Like, on that one. Right. So, can you imagine, though, if somebody was doing a commercial and be like, reach for the best, reach for the mentholated halls? <coughs> <clears throat> and then they start coughing. So, yeah. <laughs> that was the perfect time for a cough. <laughs> that's why I was trying to do that before. See, that's that's my commercial smarts. <laughs> I was trying to do that right before then. Um, <laughs> but as we said, it's National Chocolate Day. It's also National Internal Medicine Day. It is National Pharmacy Buyer Day, not the pharmacy in on your local block, uh, but Pharmacy Buyer Day. National Breadstick Day. National Frankenstein Day, or is it Frankenstein? It's Stein. <laughs> Stein, Stein. I know. It's also <laughs> National First Responders Day. And then tomorrow is National Cat Day, National Oatmeal Day, uh, World Stroke Day, National Trick or Treat Day, which is the last Saturday in October, National Hermit Day, which I did not know there was such a day. Um, actually, I got Well, they keep it indoors, so, you know. Yeah. It's an inside job. Actually, I've got an interesting <laughs> story. <laughs> yeah, I know. Actually, I got an interesting story that I, it's a sad story, but uh, that I kind of read in regards to that. But I'll get to that in a second. Uh, the 30th is National Candy Corn Day. Uh, it is also National Publicist Day, National Speak Up for Service Day, and then on Monday, the 31st, it is Girl Scout Founders Day, Halloween, 
National Caramel Apple Day, not caramel, uh, National Doorbell Day, it is National Magic Day, and it is National Knock Knock Jokes Day. Nice. So if you want to annoy people on Monday even more so, National Knock Knock Jokes Day is on uh, Monday. Uh, Real quick, I wanted to tell you, the other strange story that I saw this week uh, was actually a sad one. Um, And this came from the Associated Press uh, that the world's, I kid you not, and this was the headline, world's dirtiest man dies at 94, reportedly not long after his first bath in 60 years. So, an Iranian man who hadn't bathed in more than 60 years died on Sunday at 94, according to local reports. The man was known to his community as Amu Haji or Uncle Haji, an Iranian term of endearment for an older person. Most notably, he became known, quote, as the world's dirtiest man for choosing not to wash himself for six decades, fearing he would get sick if he ever used soap and water, according to Iran's government-funded IRNA news agency. In the report, he cited emotional setbacks in his youth as a primary reason for not bathing. Uh, he died in a tiny Iranian town, and he was from the southern province of Fars. He washed for the first time several months back, according to IRNA, via the BBC. They also reported that years of not bathing left him with skin covered in soot and puss. He was seen in photos smoking multiple cigarettes over the years. And in 2014, he told the Tehran Times that his favorite meal was porcupine, and that he lived between a hole in the ground and a brick shack built by townspeople. He didn't have any known relatives, although the townspeople were known to take care of him. Uh, there was a documentary, actually, The Strange Life of Amu Hajai, and it was made about his life in 2013. Wow. How old again? 94. Man. Wow. Yeah. I don't think the bath killed him. Well, I don't know, man. First, first one, and he said there was a reason why he didn't do it, and then that happens. I don't know. Um, but yeah, when I heard Hermit, that was when I thought of that story. But continuing on with the almanac, uh, going into next week, on Tuesday, November 1st, uh, it brings us a lot of different days. It's National Vinegar Day, National Family Literacy Day, National Deep Fried Clams Day. It's National Cook for Your Pets Day. I, I thought that the bag or whatever would suffice, but um, uh, it's also <laughs> National Cinnamon Day, National Calzone Day. Uh, it's National Brush Day, National uh, Biologic. Oh, sorry, Biologic Coordinators Day. It's National Authors Day and Autistics Speaking Day on November 1st. And then November 2nd, on Wednesday, it is Traffic Directors Day. Uh, it is always on November 2nd, except if it falls on the weekend. It's the following Monday. Uh, National Stress Awareness Day. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> National, <laughs> National Ohio Day and National Deviled Egg Day. Um, not a deviled egg fan. Uh, and then November 3rd. Uh, it brings us National Housewives Day, National Sandwich Day. Ooh, National Sandwich Day. So I'm pretty sure there's going to be some good deals out there at the sandwich places. 
National Cash Back Day. And then here's something. November 3rd, I will not mention this again after I mention it here, but it is National Men Must Make Dinner Day. Um, it says, must cook, no barbecue allowed. It's the first Thursday in November. And then... November fourth, next yeah. Friday, just to give you, <laughs> just to give you a heads up, it is National uh, Jersey Friday, um, National Chicken Lady Day, and National Candy Day uh, on those days. So, mm-hmm. November also will bring us at some point, and we'll mention it: uh, National Donut Day, National Nachos Day, um, also uh, Harvey Wallbanger Day. Um, <laughs> would you like a Harvey Wallbanger? Uh, National, <laughs> National yeah, National Sunday Day, uh, National Pizza with the Works Except Anchovies Day, uh, World Kindness Day, Seatbelt Day, Pickle Day, um, also no <laughs> Fast Food Days coming up in November, Baklava Day, Butter Day. Uh, Mickey Mouse's birthday is ahead this month. Play Monopoly Day is ahead, uh, and a lot of other good ones uh, all on the way. So, if you listen to the show, we'll let you know. Um, there's Black Friday Day, but is there really a need to have Black Friday anymore when sales pretty much are starting now? <laughs> well, you talk about starting now. They've been going since September. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, now is in like they're now, but yeah, it's, it's taking all the fun out of Black Friday and like, you know, Thanksgiving, getting up early to go get the paper and mapping out where you were going and who's going to go get what and, you know, beating the crowds and the rush and that just doesn't happen anymore. It's, I don't know if it's for the better or for the worse, but, you know. <laughs> I'm going to go with both. <clears throat> yeah, you can sit at home and just Click on Amazon. <laughs> That's Cyber poor, Monday. So your poor postal, <laughs> your poor postal carrier will have like a truckload full of packages that he's got to deliver and bring. I know postal people must hate um, the whole thing with Amazon because you know back then Amazon was pretty much, hey, we'll take it from here and deliver the stuff on themselves. But when it became too big, they had to rely on the U.S. Postal Service, and as if they didn't have enough to already do. Now there's pressure to get those packages to people uh, and the swift timing that Amazon dictates. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I've, I I've talked to a few mail carriers and they absolutely hate it. I, I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. And by the way, Prime does not work in every area. I hate to tell you that. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um, one of the stories tonight that we were going to talk about, it's Halloween, but this unfortunately is a uh, Halloween uh, that was not good, as five Mississippi daycare workers have been charged with child abuse after scaring small children with a mask, much like the one featured in the popular Scream films. A video of the five workers at Low Blessings Child Care and Learning Center located in Hamilton, Mississippi, showed them scaring kids while wearing the creepy mask. The daycare workers were fired after the video was posted on Facebook and went viral, 
according to the Monroe Journal. Monroe County Sheriff's Office posted a statement about the incident Thursday on its Facebook page, stating that on Monday, October 17, 2022, the Monroe County Sheriff's Office, the county prosecuting attorney, and the district attorney met with the parents of the children involved in the incident at Little Blessings Child Care and Learning Center and informed them of the possible criminal charges the law would allow them to pursue. This, according to the Sheriff Kevin Crook, in a statement. Parents were also given an opportunity to share information that they had gathered with the investigators. At least one set of parents filed felony abuse charges in Monroe County Justice Court on Wednesday. A judge issued warrants for the daycare workers on Thursday. Uh, Sierra McCandless, uh, O.C. Anna Kilburn, Jennifer Newman, and Cheyenne Shelton were each charged with three counts of felony child abuse. Another former employee, Tracy Hudson, was charged with misdemeanors of failure to report abuse and simple assault against a minor. Uh, Sheila Sanders, who has worked at the daycare since 1987 and owned it for the last two decades, told the Monroe Journal she didn't know about the videos until October 5th. Uh, She said that she contacted her licensure and she had gotten involved. Uh, The people that did those acts are no longer with us. They were fired. I wasn't there at the time and wasn't aware that they were doing that. I don't condone that and never have. I just want to say it's been taken care of. Uh, In a separate video, a daycare worker could be seen kneeling on the floor and screaming in one of the children's faces, prompting the child to cry out in fear. Sanders said that one of the videos was recorded in September, while the recent viral video was recorded earlier this month. Uh, One parent of a child who attends there told ABC News on Thursday that she was shocked at the former daycare worker's behavior. Whether they had a mask on or a mask off, their behavior was unacceptable. She said her blood pressure was raised, it broke my heart for my child, and I was angry. And uh, she added that, I hope you're enjoying jail, and I hope you realize what you've done is serious. It's not a joke, and there's nothing to laugh at. Um, Prize that it was felony charges uh, that were bought about. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen the video. It definitely is uh, heartbreaking because of uh, what occurred. Um, But is the charges uh, that stem from this situation – uh, the right thing, and what should happen? I don't know about right, but that's what the law states. So, yeah, I would agree. Um, I don't believe that they have to do, like, years' worth of time or what have you, um, you know, like months, maybe weeks, time served with a lot of community service, some kind of restitution. Sure, I'm I'm down for that. Um they went too far. I will say that. I I agree that they they went too far. It's not. It wasn't just a jump scare. It wasn't just like a, a boom one video. The kid's gonna be traumatized, you know. Mm. And I love Halloween. I love getting scared. I love the like jumping out from behind a bush and and then the psychological stuff and watching scary movies. I love that stuff. But I also know the difference between having it happen in real life and, and, you know, just something fun. These kids are not, I don't want to say that they're not old enough, but I don't know that they can draw that line as easily as an adult can. No, they couldn't. Does that make sense? No, that makes sense. They couldn't. And 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 that that was too much. It's Like I said, it's not like jumping out from behind a door and going, boo. You know, it was screaming in their face and that that's gotta be traumatizing oh it is it definitely is and and, you know the thing at this point is that i'm pretty sure that whenever those kids see that mask 
or see, you know, especially for Halloween, it's kind of ruined for them this year because I'm pretty sure a few of those kids are not going to want to go out trick-or-treating. I mean, if they do, they're going to be looking around their back, looking for anyone in that mask, and it is traumatizing. Um, Exactly. I don't know, and I'm like you, I'm kind of like, felony? Wow, that's pretty harsh. Um, I don't know if, and this is where the thing with the law gets a little uh, blurry here. Because you want to really throw the book at them, but a felony at this point is asking a lot in regards to what happened. And as a parent, would I be mad and want the like worst for them? Yes. But at the same time, I think we kind of have to think a little bit um, you know, outside the box here. I mean, with this arrest, with this bad publicity, with everything else, I mean, let's face it. Those people are not going to be working in child care ever again. Um, so that we know is probably going to happen. But I think the punishment that's going on right now uh, for what it is, because like I said, felony I think is more reserved for higher end, serious, even though this is serious, and I'm not by any way um, taking away from what has happened to these kids because that shouldn't happen with an entrusted adult. But the thing is, is that when something like that occurs, um, and I'm going to, I know people are going to say, but these were trusted people who were supposed to be teaching kids. But what happens if this happens out in the general public? If little Tommy was out trick-or-treating, some kid pops up from behind a bush and scares him, is that a felony charge for him scaring that kid? You know? So I don't know if a felony would be the right thing I would hope that the highest end of some type of lower charge would be the right thing Um, because when we're talking felonies there's a lot of stuff that happens afterward even after you know whatever time served or you know and it it was not a killing Uh, it wasn't anything that harmed anyone and I mean by harm in a physical sense mental yes but not in a physical sense so yeah I'm kind of on the fence in regards to the felony charge of that um, well I think but, well there's a difference between felony and because there's okay there's two there's usually when it comes to law enforcement there's two levels and it's either a felony or a misdemeanor this rises above a misdemeanor yeah and there's no in between. That's that's why I said it's it's a little rough, but that's what the law is. It rises above misdemeanor, which means that a felony would be the next thing. So, mm. although I don't think it's like when everybody thinks felony, they're thinking murder. You know, they're thinking full assault, like with no like somebody running over somebody. You know, mm-hmm. um, they're thinking, and that's what. I mean, I'm guilty of that, too, so I'm not going to say that that's not something that I do, but with the experience of working with law enforcement, there really is only two. There's there's civil, which is no criminal charge. There's misdemeanor, and then there's felony charges. Those are the only three charges. Those are the only three levels of charges, and with those being the only three levels, this, has, this rises above misdemeanor. Misdemeanor is like a, a random stop sign. 
This is way more than running a stop sign. It's way less than murder. It's way more than just running a stop sign. So hmm. I, I guess that's where I'm, I'm stuck. Right. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's like I said, I'm I'm kind of stuck too because I'm like, wow, you know, it's that's that's a major charge to, uh, you know, to put on someone. But then again, I guess we have to see exactly what follows that and what, you know, the punishment will be. You know, I mean, I don't think it should be like seven years in prison. <laughs> right. <clears throat> but it definitely has to be something as to where they're held accountable for what they did. Um, we could put them in a Saw movie kind of thing. If they escape the room, they get to live. You know, somebody told me that there was like the world's scariest haunted house that you had to survive, I think, like eight to 12 hours in. Uh, maybe you could put them in there. I don't know. Um, <laughs> something. Yeah, or put them in Alcatraz and leave them there for a week. I, I don't know, but there's got to be something that fits the crime. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but who knows, but that is that actually, you know what, um, I'm even going to give you a preview here because I was looking at something and I think it's, <laughs> it's not anything that has to do with this, but, um, I was, um, watching a story, uh, today about Terrell Owens, which is very interesting. If it's still kind of in the news, we'll definitely talk about that next week. Uh, but he has a lawsuit going, is going to be very interesting in how people treat other people. Uh, but uh, if it is still kind of a newsy or newsworthy item by next week, we'll definitely talk about it. But still ahead on this show tonight, um, we'll talk about, since it's Halloween weekend, the most popular and hated Halloween treats by state. Uh, we'll also take a look at... Um, what's going on on Twitter. And then, I, I don't know when the last time we actually did an After Dark segment. It's been a while, right? It's been a while. It's been a very long time, yes. Yeah, we're going to do an After Dark segment. So uh, I have a feeling it's going to be coming up probably in the next 20 minutes or so. But anyway, uh, Retro Moment of the Week is first tonight. Got a few. Um, actually, there's three, but I'm going to do two of them now. The other one will be later right before we do uh, our After Dark segment. Uh, but two retro moments of the week right now, and uh, then we'll be back on the other side. You're listening to Page One with LeVar and Mary here on Blog Talk Radio. Make Halloween fun and easy. One-stop shopping at Woolworth or Woolco for your Halloween needs. Costumes from $1.83 to $3.99, like Six Million Dollar Man, Bionic Woman, Superheroes, Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, and a new favorite for girls, Holly Hobby. You can get wrapped candies of every kind, bubblegum, lollipops, fun-sized candy bars. Get this Halloween record, sounds to make you shiver just $1.89. Make Halloween fun and easy. Make just one stop at Woolworth or Woolco. <laughs> Toys R Us has the Big Bird Halloween costume and the Yoda Halloween costume for trick-or-treating. 
You're listening to Page One. Page One. With LeVar and Mary. Your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LeVar and Mary. And welcome back to Page One with Laura Mary on this Friday night, October 28th, Halloween weekend. Um, you know what? I think I used to go to Woolworth to get my Halloween costume. And the smell of the plastic, I'm thinking about it now. Uh, I think that, that stuff's not biodegradable, and I'm sure it's still sitting in a landfill somewhere from the 1980s. Um, <laughs> when a costume only cost you a couple of bucks because it really was like something you tied up around your your top that you wore over top of your uh, snowsuit and a plastic mm-hmm. mask. And then it and yes, made I you said mad. <laughs> yeah, and then it made you mad because if that that mask, which was held by like staples, if that plastic part came off. Then you kind of like have to just hold it in your hand the rest of the evening and put it up to your face or figure out a good way to clip it without hurting yourself. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. Oh, I remember the days. Yes. Or the people with a rubber mask and, yeah, that stuff. A lot of stuff is now fancy-dancy. Now every girl dresses up as a cheerleader or as a as a nurse or, a, uh, as they always call it, the, the, the sexy nurse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think Halloween. Nurse. That's the only time my mom's proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well, I'm going to leave my comments <laughs> to myself. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it think for some people, it's a reason for them to dress like it's like cosplay for them for one day. Um, dress how they want to dress. You know, show off a few things, and yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. Halloween's for. That's what Halloween's for. <laughs> if you can't do that, what can you do? Um, you know, what? I never bobbed for apples though. What? No. How have you never bobbed for apples? Come on, I'm a city kid. We don't bob for apples. Probably never read, rode on a hayride either. Nope. <laughs> nope. Never bought for apples. Never did a hayride. Um, none of that stuff. So <clears throat> it's the part of you know when you can when you can live in the country, cousin, and I can live in the city. <laughs> no. <laughs> unfortunately, no. Can't do that. Uh, trending tonight. It is Friday night. There's a lot of stuff that's been happening throughout the day. Uh, I will tell you that among the things trending, because it is Friday night, uh, Friday night SmackDown uh, is trending, which is actually quite interesting because Friday night SmackDown is the number one trending thing right now on a night in which it is game one of the World Series, which I guess depends upon who you're a fan of. I don't know. I really can't get 
like unless you're in Philadelphia or you're in Houston, I can't really get excited for this World Series because I, I think I have a feeling how it's going to end. And it's going to end with a lot of people probably not liking the ending unless the Phillies can pull some things out. <laughs> uh, but I will tell you right now, it is in the, I believe, top of the seventh, tied at five. Um, Philadelphia coming back with two runs in the top of the fifth and three in the top of the fourth uh, after Houston took a uh, lead. So, yeah. Uh, but the World Series is trending. Uh, also trending tonight um, is, well, um, I will say Dusty Baker is trending. But it's for all the wrong reasons. Uh, of course Dusty Baker. Yeah, Dusty Baker was, well, he had a couple of things going on, but um, earlier he had stated uh, that he's heard from some people uh, before the start of this World Series. And he said, quote, some homeboys, homegirls, Snoop Dogg, a couple of rappers, local dudes, and Bill Cosby. (laughs) Oh, no. And some people said, I don't know if I would fully admit to having Bill Cosby's phone number <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> so, yeah, <clears throat> that was uh, one reason why he was trending. <laughs> uh, also, yeah, that, that it was very interesting. Uh, also trending tonight is Coldplay. Um so I guess uh, the reason why is that BTS's Jen, and I'm, don't at me if I get this wrong, um, I guess the, he did a cinematic uh, MV for a solo single uh, for The Astronaut, and the, it was co-written by Coldplay. Um, so Coldplay is trending. Joe Buck is trending. The reason why. Uh, is because normally this time of year during the World Series, you would hear Joe Buck. Uh, but you are not this year because he went over to ESPN, which actually, come you know, come to think of it, I thought about this. Late last year in December on our year-end show, I told you that there was going to be a seismic shift in announcers for sporting events. I'd like to mm-hmm. think that. <laughs> so if you go back and listen this time last year, I said there would be a lot of stuff that would change. And Joe Buck is now doing one, uh, Monday Night Football. So Joe Buck was trending. Joe Davis calling his first World Series. Uh, also trending, uh, a scary thing today uh, in the news that was trending, and that uh, being Paul Pelosi, uh, the husband of the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, as he underwent surgery to repair a skull fracture and other serious injuries after he was violently attacked um, after an intruder broke into the couple's San Francisco home earlier today. And what law enforcement uh, said is apparently a targeted attack. Um, The perpetrator, who has since been arrested, um, and went into the house, attacked the 81-year-old, with a hammer numerous times um, asking where she was at. And of course the speaker was in Washington at the time. Um, 
And it is, you know, we cannot like who is in charge. We cannot like someone's politics. We cannot like, you know, someone. But to go after them and then to go after their spouses or kids is totally out of bounds. The only way that you should, quote, go after them is by voting or supporting the candidate that is, you know, has your ideals. When we start talking about hurting people or mm-hmm. killing people, you know, whether you're a Democrat and don't like Republicans or whether you're a Republican and you don't like Democrats or you're an independent and you just don't like, you know, both sides, it doesn't matter. You know, one of the things that I think I read or saw today, and it reminded me, it was about uh, former President George Herbert Walker Bush, who, you know, who could have been a really bitter and defeated man after losing his election in 92. But what did he do? He became a better statesman. And out of all people that he started to travel with and started to become friends with was Bill Clinton, the person who he had a Mm -hmm. bitter campaign against. And he said that he wanted to show the world that even in that instance, that you can get together and unite for a common cause. And I hope that at some point that we're all able to get back together for a common cause instead of trying to one-up each other, trying to say, oh, but your side and this and that, like you're five-year-olds at a gym. And then acting like two-year-olds, things don't go your way. It's it's scary and it's frightening, and that right there is despicable. Um, and even if, you know, I know you say, well, what happened if it was so-and-so? Even if it was a Republican person's uh, husband or spouse, it's despicable and it's wrong. It doesn't matter who it is. Um, also trending today uh, in the news, some sad news, uh, it was kind of a weird week. Because there was news um, earlier this week about rock and roll pioneer Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, It was reported inadvertently that he had died on Wednesday. Unfortunately, today he did. Um, Jerry Lee Lewis dying at the age of 87. Um, Of course, we know uh, Great Balls of Fire um, and whole lot of shaking going on um so but his death kind of was one of those uh, it's one of those odd things because you don't really know how to observe it because of his life and i know it's gonna sound bad it's like a lot of people today they're like oh you know what while we're sorry and we're sad that he has passed on. But a lot of people, as I said, they always come out of woodwork to tell you, uh-uh-uh, not so fast, uh, because mm-hmm. of things that happened earlier in his life um, that you just can't forget. <laughs> um, I'm not going <laughs> to drag anyone at this point, especially uh, of those who have passed. But if you go and you read about why his career kind of took a fall from grace and the people who he affected, uh, you can go back and do that. But uh, this is not 
time nor place, and we're not a entertainment uh, show. We're here to judge, but it stops to make you think um, about, yeah. It's it, it just, it's one of those things where it's like you, <laughs> you want to come out and you want to be, you know, mournful and respectful. But when you look back at the other stuff that really doesn't get talked about, it's very hard. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. I don't know what to think or what to say at that point. So, yeah. But that's what's going on in the world uh, today. Um, Also, too, uh, another sad note as we start the holiday season, um, if you're familiar with the name Jules Bass, uh, Jules Bass passed away October 25th at a senior living facility in Ryan, New York. He was 87. Uh, while I may say it, uh, he, and if I say the other name, Rankin Bass, they were, uh, half, he was half of the production duo, which was an animation juggernaut that he formed with his partner Arthur Rankin Jr. in 1960 and over the next several decades, collaborating with animators and puppet makers in Japan, they produced a raft of movies that became staples of American childhood, such as Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, which first aired on NBC in 1964, or Frosty the Snowman, which debuted in 1969. Um, so uh, he passed away at 87. Um, wow. Yeah. I, I was not a big fan of their movies because I'm not a big fan of stop motion, but still... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, much respect for them. I, just because I'm not a fan doesn't mean that I don't recognize the, the skill that it takes. So much respect for them, but yeah. You're just a stop motionist, aren't you? <laughs> I am. 100%. We're just going to add is to every Stop motionist. <laughs> stop motionist. That's going to be on my story. <laughs> You never did like stop motion. You were against all stop motion. You're a stop motionist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't give anybody credit for stop motion ever. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, but as we said, this weekend's Halloween, kids. So from uh, this interesting story that always comes out uh, after the COVID nineteen pandemic caused a dip in candy sales in 2020. Halloween participation is expected to return to pre-pandemic levels, and according to the National Retail Federation's annual Halloween spending survey, candy spending could reach an all-time high of around $3.1 billion, with a record $10.6 billion expected to be spent on all things Halloween. Uh, Most Halloween shopping is done in the first two weeks of October, and a new ranking by CandyStore.com reveals what candies might be most popular in your state. From hot tamales to saltwater taffy, as well as their everlasting debate on candy corn, here is what the country had to say. The most popular candy, now of course CandyStore.com has been delivering and distributing uh, bulk orders of candy across the country since 2007, using sales data for the time period before Halloween. The distributor determined which candy was the most popular with the winner. Well, I'm not going to say it just yet. The top 10 candies in America, according to CandyStore.com, at number 10. Well, you know what? I always make this fun because I let Mary usually guess. Give me at least five candies that you think are on this list, and I'll tell you if it's there or not. 
for top ten candies. You don't have to make top ten. It's going to be five. Five candies that are going to be on the top ten? Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, Kit Kat, Snickers. Mm. Kit Kat's not on the list. Snickers on the list. I'm trying to think of which one it is because I was going to say Smarties, but I, I think it's actually Starburst. Starburst, the squishy one, Starburst. Made the list. Uh, M&M's. Made the list. That's four. What would be my number five? Number five. Milk duds. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't make the list, but I'm going to give you the top ten. So the top ten candies in America, according to CandyStore.com, at number ten was candy corn. Uh, controversial, I know. Yes, number ten was candy corn. At number nine was t- number eight was Snickers. Number seven, Hershey Kisses. I'm surprised you did not say that. Uh, I'm surprised you no- actually. At number six, Sour Patch Kids. At number five, hot tamales. I don't like really? hot tamales. Yes. Um, at number four, Starburst. At number three, M&M's. Number two was Skittles. I'm thinking that has to do with younger people because I don't see a lot of older people I, eating Skittles. I'm going to go with that, too. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm on board with that theory. Number one. And I'm surprised you didn't say it. Reese's peanut butter cups. I'm surprised. It. Ooh, <laughs> excuse me. It brought you me to tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say the wonderful holes. Wow, I, I'm surprised <laughs> I didn't say it either. But then, wow. Yeah. Hello. CandyStore.com also used the data to determine the most popular candy in each state. 18 different candies got the top vote across the country, and while Reese's Peanut Butter Cups is the overall top candy, it didn't win the most states. That title actually belongs to M&M's and Sour Patch Kids, each being the top candy of choice in seven states. M&M's was the most popular candy in Iowa, Colorado, New Hampshire, Oregon, Ohio, Kansas, and Vermont, as well as in the District of Columbia, and Sour Patch Kids, was the most popular candy in Alaska, Delaware, Illinois, Maine, Massachusetts, Nebraska, and New York. In second place was Reese's Cups with five states, California, Florida, Kentucky, North Carolina, Wyoming, followed by Hot Tamales and Tootsie Pops, which was the most popular in four states. Hot Tamales was the most popular candy in Minnesota, Nevada, North Dakota, and Virginia. And Tootsie Pops was the most popular candy in New Jersey, Tennessee, Utah, and Washington. Um... So, yeah, but here is the thing. Uh, the title differs from the most popular candy and what the contest used, and that this contest used a voting system. To determine the best and worst candies ever, they used ranking from multiple websites as well as surveying over 15,000 people on their favorite candies. Um, the best candy and the most popular, of course, was Reese's, then M&M's, Snickers, Skittles, Sour Patch Kids. A Hershey bar was on that list. Hot Tamales. Kit Kat then made the list, Twix and Butterfinger. Now, the worst candy? <laughs> I knew you were waiting for that <laughs> list. Um, 
would you care again? Well, I thought Candy Corn should be on there, but it's not. Uh, well, no, no, Candy Corn did make the list of worst candies ever. <laughs> That's why I said there's a love-hate relationship, so don't overthink it. I'm going to give you three <laughs> more guesses as to what probably made this list. <laughs> Milk duds. <laughs> no. Or some some kind of malted ball. What is that one? No, milk duds would yeah, no. Um Mike and I would, like, would you like a malted ball? Uh no, Mike no Mike and I <laughs> <laughs> Candy corn and I would anything wax. <laughs> yes. Do you know what so I'm talking I'm gonna, about? I'm gonna the tell wax you candy? Yeah, the top ten worst candies ever. At number ten, Good and Plenty, which I'm surprised you didn't say. Number nine, I like Licorice. Choice. Licorice was at number nine. Tootsie Rolls was number. I didn't eight. know they still made that. Yeah, they still make licorice. <laughs> uh, number seven, Mary Jane's. Number six. I don't know what those was, are. Yeah, number six was Smarties. <laughs> the worst candy ever. <laughs> It's pure sugar. How can it be the worst candy? <laughs> I know. Number five was wax cola bottles. Number four. <laughs> number four was Necco wafers. Funny story about Ugh. Necco wafers. For a while here in Illinois, um, at the toll booths, because they were the size of coins, people were using Necco wafers when they would go. <laughs> Nice. They would put it in the toll booth, and they said that they would be collecting so much candy and coinage. <laughs> At number three, those peanut butter kisses that come in the black and orange wrappers. Um, yeah. Number two yeah. was candy corn. And number one on the list of the worst candies ever, circus peanuts. Oh. I, you know what? I didn't think they sold circus peanuts to be given out for Halloween candy. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> that would Somebody's be out there sad. bagging them up. You know that. I, I know. I know. By the way, uh, one other odd story this week and one that will actually make you think twice. A 14-year-old Florida student uh, at a middle school in Florida is reportedly facing a grand theft charge after officials say that she stole over $10,000 from her grandparents and handed it out to fellow classmates. The girl, who's a student at Lake Weir Middle School in Summerfield, had handed out thousands of dollars each to some of her fellow students on Thursday, according to an arrest report. Deputies with Marion County responded to the school the same day. School officials also found $2,500 in the girl's backpack. Investigators said the student claimed that she was given cash from a former student but they later learned that she had stolen around $13,500 from her grandmother's safe. The girl now faces a possible grand theft charge. Administrators with Lake Lanier Middle School contacted parents after the incident, advising them to talk to their children about the stolen money. They said that we would like to recover the money for the grandparents. If you speak with your children and if they've received money from the student, please turn it in to our school resource officers. Administrators add that the kids who returned the stolen money will not face any consequences. By Friday... Officials had recovered about $700 of the money that had been handed out. Uh, that money and the 2500 recovered from the girl's backpack returned to the grandmother. That is insane. 
First of all, okay, don't... so they recovered only three thousand dollars of the right. ten or the thirteen thousand that was. So there's still ten thousand outstanding that these kids are holding on to. Yep. <laughs> Keeps that wow. much money at their home safe. Who lets their child anywhere near it? Uh, that's or too, grandchild. That, but, but think about it. Your grandchild's now facing felony. <laughs> God bless it, man. I was like, that. Uh, can you imagine the conversation? Or I don't know how Thanksgiving dinner is going to be this year. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would have given you food, but you spent all the money we had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Somebody didn't. Up. And they just gave that money to other students. Yeah. You know, a lot of kids do that for that. Their friends will like them. And she probably was trying to make friends. I, I'm almost get, I can almost write this story. She was trying to make friends, wanted people to like her, went and, and told them that she could probably give them money, and went, got the money from the safe, and gave it out. And, yeah. That's the one bad part about this is that that's always what happens in this case. People who give up a lot of stuff thinking that they're going to get friends. So. It's just, it, it also doesn't, it's alarming that this child wasn't, this 14-year-old wasn't taught the value of money. Right. But she probably wasn't thinking that. And then again, like I said, when your grandparents are keeping that much money in the safe, you know, not in the bank. Uh, I'm not saying it's rights or wrongs, but my word, man, how bad was it, how bad was it that she was able to get to the safe? So I don't know to tell you that one. Anyway, uh, this concludes the regular portion of page one. Coming up after this one <laughs> retro moment, uh, after dark, um, I got a little bit of a interesting. Um, man, let's just say this. Uh, I'm going to play the retro moment, and then um, if you have, uh, putting the warning out now. <laughs> so don't call and say, hey, LeVar, you know, you didn't tell me, and I'm sitting here listening with my kid. So all the other good stuff that they could have probably heard uh, without that. But uh, coming up, we bring back our After Dark segment, which is normally adult in nature. So if you do have any kids that are around, please make sure that they are not listening as this next segment will have um, things of a frank and explicit nature. (laughs) So... Uh, bonus retro moment and then we'll be back with After Dark Hey kids here comes Peter Pumpkin for a safe Halloween see what Peter does wear a light colored costume short enough so you don't trip if you wear a mask make sure you can see makeup's better don't crisscross the street call on one side then the other parents set boundaries and a time to be home carry a flashlight for extra safety and let's all have a safe Halloween. 
There you go. Peter Pumpkin. <laughs> Retro Halloween PSA. Peter Pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember those, and people were saying that they remember those. Um, I don't recall watching I remember those. the. I remember the don't cross the, the street, crisscross the street and all that, but I don't remember the commercial. Yeah, you'll have to watch it online. A lot of people, I think, in the 70s and 80s said that they remember watching those commercials. But, yeah. So time for our After Dark segment tonight. And one of the things that I kind of this week, uh, we kind of teased it because we haven't done it in a while. And I think it's actually quite interesting because this is usually one that starts us off on a tangent, which could go for God knows how long. But um, if you are familiar with online programs and uh, really good things. And actually one thing that I would actually say is if you really like, uh, <laughs> it's not meant for what it is, but uh, Kendra G is a radio personality here in Chicago. And she started a great thing called Singles. Um, she does it on Facebook Live. She does it on Instagram Live. And if you have a chance, because this isn't about the show and that we're going to talk about, but if you have a chance, uh, definitely watch it. You will get quite entertained um, with the many people that are out there and single. Uh, she has brought a lot of people on from different backgrounds, different orientations, and that's the one thing I love about her show. It doesn't uh, reflect you know, one particular type of person. Uh, it's all different races, creeds, cultures, uh, sexual orientation as long as you are out there looking for love she will bring you on this past week and the topic of (laughs) our after dark moment tonight she brought a gentleman on and I had to share this clip and normally I was like you know some clips I kind of like uh, I watch it and I let it be and, you know, there's always that one person that likes to cl- share a clip of everything that they watch. This particular one, I kind of had to send to Mary and have her watch it. At first, I was going to tell her, hey, watch a few seconds here and there. You don't got to watch the whole thing. But the young man who was on the show um, was there. And when the topic came up as to pretty much why he was not with the girl that he or who he was with, uh, he proceeded to admit that the girl told him that he was not so good in bed. Normally, you probably would not hear from a guy being honest and upfront about the reason. And it started pretty much a short conversation, his shock and how he thought things were going well and how it kind of came crashing down and then it wasn't. It was more or less the reaction from everyone online. I'm going to share a few of these with you. Um, one person who was on uh, who had commented stated that they said this one was kind of funny, but there are more men who are bad in bed than are willing to admit it, and they are not teachable. Hopefully, he will find a woman who will teach him. An older woman definitely will. Um, another one said uh, if you pound fast as a rabbit then she's going to be gone another one said I'm speechless first time I've heard a man confess to being told he is bad in bed Uh, and then another one uh, said 
Um, <laughs> that she applauded his honesty uh, because she said that some dudes cough her ex would never. Um, and then a lot of other ones were saying about how they probably it's TMI and that uh, they would not even try now knowing that a man admitted to that. Um, so <laughs> I guess what's the first thing first. And this brings up my question because this was actually, I was looking more to see women in regards to this, but instead found a good portion of them kind of dismissing him. Um, as a woman, if a guy admitted it, and if there was some things in which things were 75% good, and then he said, well, my last person that I was with didn't think I was that good in bed. Would that be a deal breaker for you before it even gets that far? Or would you be willing to give it a trial run to see exactly why that last person thought he was bad? Okay. I am not a typical lady, which is probably why you like me. Um, So we're going to throw that one out there just to begin with. But I'd be curious. I would be curious. There would be at least one shot. I can't guarantee there'd be more than one, but there would be at least one. Just to be like, really? Let's see if this is true. Like, not that I want to be a glutton for punishment, but like, how true is this? Because there's always a, there's a side. There's and it depends on how the person brings it up too. Like, if they're like, yeah, you know, everything's great and everything. I mean, <laughs> like my ex said, I sucked in bed, but <laughs> whatever. Then probably not. Like. Now that I'm thinking about it, it would really have to depend on how that got brought up in, in conversation. If so now, so now I'm having a backup question to this because you're saying mm-hmm. that he would have a shot, but a lot of the times for some people, what if nervousness came into play? What if some things didn't perform well the first time, but they chalked that up to nervousness and pressure of trying to, you know, appease you and that they said that it would be better the second time now that they kind of felt comfortable. Oh, no, there wouldn't, no. Even with nerves, even with nerves, um, every, I can't say it. Yes, I can. Every encounter that I've had, even with nerves, if approached in a sincere way, has been fun. Regardless of experience or technique or any of the other factors that go into it. I'm trying, I'm trying to be very PC about it, but really when it comes down to it, if, if, there's, a, if there's a sincere effort and it's supposed to be fun and funny and, you know, like it's supposed to be, exciting you know there's supposed to be some kind of fire there so if it's if there's a physical attraction regardless of nerves there's usually a lot of fun that's to be had including i'm nervous 
some of that is fun too. Um, but if I'm nervous comes up and you swing and you miss, that's strike three, dude. You're out. <laughs> and I'm going to be really honest. That's that's how it's going to be for me. Be like, yeah, thanks. See you later. So, um, <laughs> so now I'm going to. But throw... that also that that comes down to that comes down to listening. Like women, and maybe I'm maybe I am unique. I don't know. So I'm going to keep it specific. I'm a very talkative person. I'm not. If you're doing something wrong, I'll be like, nope, that's that's not doing it for me, honey. That's nope. Try again. I don't keep that a secret. Like, nope, that doesn't feel good. Nope, that doesn't feel good. And even if I don't say out loud, that doesn't feel good. I'll get up and walk away. I'll get up. Nope. Nope. Okay, are you wearing a a foreman hat while you're doing it? 100% if I have to. Be like, nope, you're done. See you later. So, here's my question. You have to be be present. And that's me being present. I'm very much like, I will be in the moment. I will, like, I will give you feedback. There will not, you will not have a question on how I'm feeling about it. And if you have a question, it's not good because that means I'm done. Like, I'm just waiting for you to get well, off. Some people me. may have a question, and it might have been the best thing you ah! ever had. Exactly. <laughs> so, but that's why I'm so, saying. It's supposed to be communication. They're supposed to be, you're, you're supposed to be into this person. So if you're into that person, there should be talking or body language or there's so much more to listening than just hearing too. Like if you kiss somebody and it's kind of like dead fish, you know, they're not into it. Like, I call BS because here's the thing. If it was that bad, then why did she keep going back and why were they together for three months? Uh huh. Are you, I I agree with you on this one. This ex, the ex for this person was being vindictive. That was I I agree with you on that one a hundred percent. So you don't come back more than what because unless they and I'll even I'll even be like this is not true. I know this is not true, but they only had sex once a month. That's still you came back twice. Yeah, it like, makes her know, even worse. It makes her an even worse person for sticking around and reaping benefits when it wasn't good, and then when you leave. You said it wasn't good. You say something like that. That makes you a horrible person. 100% I agree with you. 100% (laughs) I agree with you there. He was messing with that guy's head and his confidence and everything else that goes along with it. Yeah. 100% agree with you on that. It's almost, it's it's two worst things that can happen in a relationship. A woman telling a guy that and not being honest about that, or two, a guy telling a woman kind of personal things about her body that he knows is going to hurt her that's the two worst people in the world and it's like why stick with that if that wasn't your bag and even then here's my question what happens if the guy is okay if he's good at one particular part of it especially the giving portion of it then he is at using appendages uh, in the long run form of it. Do you give it a chance and still stick around with hopes that the second part comes? No pun intended. 
there's a willingness there. If there's, if there, yeah, no thanks. Um, if there's a willingness to communicate, I'm willing to stick around. But that's also there has to be a mutual attraction there as well. Yes, there is. Like if I'm not attracted, like if there isn't, if there isn't an attraction and there isn't communication and there isn't the willingness to try. Neither party is going to reap any kind of benefits from any kind of relationship, physical or otherwise. Well, I, I mean, some people are very, uh, what's the word I want to use here? They're very selfish, So, uh, and I'm going to use what you kids out there use now. So what if somebody is a munch and really good at that stuff, and but they're not good on the other end of it and need a little help? Are you going to stick around for the first part of it? Again, I go back to <laughs> I go back to starting again. I'm not normal. I'm not typical. Well, let's back that up. I don't think I'm normal. I don't think that I'm typical. But if there is a willingness to participate, if there is a willingness to learn, if there is a willingness to listen, if there is a willingness to communicate, then yeah, I'm willing to no one person is perfect at everything. God, I'm not. I know I'm not. And I I don't think I'm perfect at one thing. Forget all the things that go along with having a physical relationship with someone. I mean, luckily, along the way, I've been like, I don't think I'm very good at this and, and gotten the, no, this is really great, but if you did this, it'd be a little bit better. And then every person feels differently. If I did this, to somebody else, they'd be like, whoa, 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 what is that? No. So there's, you have to have that communication. Every person likes stuff differently. So, yeah, if I was into the first part, maybe I'd give them a shot at the second. If the second really sucks, and they were still like, you know, I'm not really great, maybe if you help me out, what, tell me what's all good to you. Third. Which, which yeah. I was going to say, which brings up the whole thing that, once again, when it comes down to that, the pressure, it seems, lies more on the oh, – I'm going to get in trouble for this next statement, but forgive, Lord, forgive me. The mm-hmm. pressure lies more on the guy to make that whole experience kind of um, good experience because if he can't perform right, then the whole thing implodes. There's no pressure on the woman really to perform right. Guys don't care. If you're giving a guy, if you're giving it to a guy, he doesn't really care. Now, if you do a little bit of too much one thing, perhaps. But even then, guys are just happy to be there. <laughs> They're happy to be participants in the whole thing. <laughs> but it's kind of like oh, it's you can't say that thing. either because there's plenty of people. There's plenty of times when a woman feels like they have to be the sex kitten. You know, they have to, to look the part. They have to. Once you take everything off, we don't care that you spent $30 on that underwear. It's coming off. I don't care about that. <laughs> I know you Some all do. Guys. You do. do. No, which guys care about that? I would love. Oh, there's some weirdos out know. there that you need it. No, 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 no. I'm not going to say anything about any. I'm going to keep it very specific to me. I was in the dating realm for so long. You know this. There have been straight men 
normal straight men that, like, you have to get your toes done. You have to have what? those toes done every single time. You What's have, to, have, you have to wear this every single time. There's 100% a guy that was like, you know, you were all good, and you had your toes done, and then you let them, then you let them go. And I'm like, let them go? Do you understand that? It's $100 for a picture? You're going to pay for that. Let them go. I took my feet in shoes. They didn't go anywhere. They're still attached to my feet. Like, it turned into, like, that was a weird. And I'm not saying that all guys are like this. I'm saying very, very, very specific cases. There are guys out there that do put pressure on women to either look, act, or speak in a specific way and be all about it. Like, be, woo, (laughs) the best ever. You can only do that. You can only fake that smile. You're the best ever. I've never had anything point. better. You like need to one. point those. You need to point those. Yeah, I was gonna say you need to point those losers out. The ones that uh, we're talking about toes and other different stuff. That that still amazes me. Oh, we do. How that's uh, between women. We absolutely do. That's insane. <laughs> uh, I'm not giving away all our secrets, but when women well, go I'm, for coffee. They don't just talk about the weather. <laughs> yeah, well, we all know that. We all know that. No, no, guys know that. You know, that's a, I think that's why when, you know, I would have people on the 401 Lounge, I always said that, you know, the most important thing or the most thing that I've always wanted to be was a fly on the wall when a lot of adult stars got together. Because I'm like, well, what do you guys talk about? And usually the ones who mention it say that they talk about, you know, girl things. I was like, well, I already kind of know that. You know, but they said you'd be surprised sometimes at how boring it could be because they don't really talk about what you think they're talking about. But no, I know that you ladies get together and you guys talk about different people and uh, things that occur. Not all the way, probably, but it, it just like I said, I think more guys, the higher percentage of guys, aren't going to really care about that stuff. They're just happy that they're getting something that they're part of. <laughs> they're part of something. They're about to get something. And, and I was like, at the end of the day. You can't tell me, and nobody can't tell me that the pressure of that whole evening falls on the guy because if stuff ain't working right, <laughs> there goes the evening. And it could be a short evening where, like you said, you would get up and be like, it's been fun, <laughs> thanks, and then you're pissed, and then the guy's now sitting there, uh, his ego shattered. <laughs> <laughs> and no one got anything. And yeah, I, I, yeah, those guys that say <laughs> you let your toes go. <laughs> yeah, those. I, I think it was the funniest thing when they said that to me because I went, "Excuse me, <laughs> what does that have to do with anything we're doing right now?" <laughs> right. Honestly, I was like, you want them to really curl. Not- That's about as far as it goes. <laughs> Yeah, toes aren't going to really be nothing but 5% of what's about to happen here. <laughs> they're, they're only here to watch and to uh, stand and tippy-toe or do what I need to do. <laughs> right, exactly. Pretty much it. Wow. I, yeah, I, I don't know about them guys. And I'm pretty sure that for the guys that are out here listening tonight, they will probably say, yeah, that's the last thing I think we're thinking of when this situation occurs. 
God, I not hope so. Because that's the last Even, thing I was thinking of for sure. <laughs> but guys, uh, so from what I heard, you're supposed to at least um, tell them how much you love their matching bra and panty set because they put a lot of work into that. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> don't make any comments about their toes. Make us feel good. Make them feel Make good. us feel good. That's all you got to do. <laughs> Make us feel good. <laughs> God, I, when you just said that, I was thinking about that scene um, in that movie with a monster's ball. <laughs> that was all Holly Marie said before her and Billy Bob Thornton had. <laughs> now I can't get it out of my brain. <laughs> and if you Yay. don't know what I'm talking about, you'll have to go back and watch the scene. <laughs> But um, that's all I want to do. That's why we bring up the After Dark every once in a while, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> and we get a chance to talk about it for a little bit. Actually, we talked about that for a half hour. So, yeah, that's actually uh, interesting times. Maybe we'll have another after. Maybe we'll start doing this monthly. Like, um, you know, like one week we'll do an After Dark portion to the show. So, no, we, we may bring it back next month. Uh, Christmas, I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> Christmas we'll after dark. Yeah. They do not want Christmas lingerie with fuzziness, okay? Don't. Yes. Just don't. Yes. The the little white jingle bell, or not the jingle bell. <laughs> Dressing up as Santa Claus, does it really help in the bed? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Well, it, Yes. But with that, any shout shout out for this week (laughs) before we get started? Yes, we actually have a birthday party going on right now. So happy birthday to her. Um, So yay, happy birthday, Sabato! And there is an anniversary earlier on this week. So happy anniversary to them as well. Um, to everybody that tunes in. I know that uh finally got some of the people that were from that platform that if I say you have a sound bite for, so I won't say it. They they are starting to um listen into the podcast while they're working and that's around the world. So I'm really happy that they've they've supported me in this and supported us in this. Yes. And uh <laughs> So shout out to them for doing that for us and helping us go. Hey, well, I hope for all of you that listen that you were entertained as as we always are here on Friday night. <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> and I made it all the way through just about without hacking too much in your ears. Hopefully by next Friday night we'll be a little <laughs> Um shout out to you guys and shout out to all of you that listen. Of course, um Discord, Twitch, uh, Twitter, Instagram, you'll find us. Uh, but we'll join you back here at the clock in the wall. Yeah, saying we're pretty much out of time. So we're, yes, we're everywhere. You know what? I'm seriously <laughs> considering TikTok, though. I'm, I'm considering it. Um, maybe I can convince Mary to add some things to TikTok, too, over time. So, uh, But, yes, because uh, it, it's, it's kind of one of those things where I don't think we can avoid it any longer. I don't know what we could add to it, but we'll add something. 
So, um, but until then, <laughs> we'll get to that point when we get to it. And as I said, the old clock on the wall is telling us it's time to go. Thanks so much for listening, everybody, for this Friday night. Of course, we're here Friday night, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central, 8 in the mountains, and then 7 out west. Well, it's early evening. Uh, but enjoy your Halloween weekend. Be safe. And uh, we will see you back here next Friday night. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening. next week on these same stations and you can bet your last money it's all gonna be a stone gas honey i'm john cornelius and as always in parting we wish you love peace and so thanks for listening to page one don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and other platforms where we can be found.